It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The key to small business success is maintaining strong relationships with your customers. Constant Contact has been helping small businesses do just that for over 25 years. With their robust suite of email and digital marketing tools, you don't have to be a marketing pro to find customers, build relationships, and grow your business. And with all the data you need at your fingertips, it's easy to see what your customers respond to. Start building, expanding, and nurturing your customer base to drive better results. Go to ConstantContact.com to get started for free today. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio, the Gamecock Central podcast, bringing you a baseball season preview today. Happy Valentine's Day from us at Gamecock Central, and welcome in my partner, Kip Balknight, Gamecock legend, winner of the Golden Spikes Award back in the year 2000. I'm your host, Emerson Phillips, and Kip, a lot of changes for Gamecock baseball coming into year two under head coach Mark Kingston. Yes, it is. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening, and it is a lot of changes, a lot of newcomers, and uh, a couple of couple guys back that are certainly going to be key to the Gamecock season, and I know they're excited to, to get ready and get on the diamond tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be good weather and a good turnout for opening day. Opening day is always a exciting time, and uh, Gamecock baseball is certainly uh, uh, fans that, that, that'll uh, be excited, be excited at the ballpark, and uh, it's going to be the 10th anniversary of, uh, of Founders Park, which is hard to imagine. I can't believe it's been that long. Huh. Yeah, we're one day away from opening day. Gamecocks hosting Liberty in a 4 o'clock first pitch on Friday. It'll be 3 o'clock Saturday and 1.30 on Sunday. A couple of midweek games next week. And then Utah Valley comes to Founders Park for the second weekend series of this brand-new 2019 season. Kip, the Gamecocks starting rotation announced for this weekend against Liberty. And Carmen Majinski from Hilton Head High School, sophomore 6'2", right-hander, will get the nod for the Gamecocks on opening day. Yeah, Majinski's a guy that, in my opinion, had a really good freshman year last year. You know, during his campaign, he he did have some freshman moments, some tough outings. But the the great thing about uh, him is he they were able to keep continuing to put him out there and he developed, and uh, he also uh, has certainly worked on uh, a new pitch this year. We'll see that tomorrow, uh, and that's a cut fastball. So he's using that cutter against righties and lefties, and that's going to be a very, very good pitch. And it's a pitch for him that he threw in the fall this year and uh, threw it about at a 70% strike rate, hmm. uh, which is pretty pretty impressive, especially for a new pitch for him. But he's also put on 20, 25 pounds. He's bulked up a little bit in, in, in the lower half and, uh, he's just got electric stuff. I mean, you're talking about a young man, in my opinion, that if he continues to develop, so, I mean, his fastball has been topped out at 95 and his cutter has been 86 to 89. I mean, just a really, really, uh, solid pitcher for South Carolina. ERA may fool you. He had over five ERA last year for South Carolina, but again, really got some good innings, and I look for really good things out of Carmen Majinski uh, throughout this season. Seven starts in 19 appearances for Majinski last year, three and six with a 5.52 
and a 264 opponent's batting average. So Carmen Majinski from Hilton Head, the Gamecocks opening day starter here in 2019. And then for the rest of the weekend, Kip, it's going to be freshman Dylan Harley, who is from Somerville. He's from Kane Bay High School. And Sunday starter will be Reed Morgan, who was transferred in from San Jacinto. And he's a right-handed pitcher, six foot, 180-pound junior. Yeah, Dylan Harley's a big, tall lefty that's, you know, been topped out at 94-95 and a really, really good player drafted by the Rockies, decided to come to school here at South Carolina. And, uh, you know, he, he's just, he, you know, one of the few words I've, when I talk to Scott Mead about him, he's, he's just, his slider can be legit, and when it's on, it's legit. And uh, I think the difference we're going to see in this staff as a whole, not just with Dylan Harley, but is a much uh, much more of a – not necessarily an effort, but I think an execution of being able to throw strikes and, and try to get the guys to put the ball in play early in the count. Last year they struggled with some walks at times. And, you know, I think that unfortunately, you know, you lose Adam Hill, you lose Cody Morris, who were definitely – top arm for South Carolina, but they were also uh, guys that walked a lot of guys, too. So I think you're going to see a different approach, uh, not necessarily uh, that that Morris and, and Hill, that wasn't their approach, but they weren't able to execute it as often as some of these kid, young men will be able to do. And Reed Morton on Sunday, is he's just a competitor. I mean, he's going to be a 88-91 uh, sidearm type guy, throws a tons of strikes, threw over 70% strikes uh, in the fall and in the spring, uh, just really, really competes. And, you know, those are the things that if you look back at South Carolina teams that have made it to Omaha and actually won College World Series, that word compete for me is very, very important. And I think that you've got a lot of competitors on this pitching staff. So I, I not that guys didn't want to win last year. And, hey, you're talking about a team that, was one win away from going to the College World Series last year after a really tough start. So uh, really excited to see this starting rotation uh, and how they uh, pitch early on in the season. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight here on the Gamecock Central Podcast. Baseball preview today, Kip will be on the call of the Friday and Sunday games this weekend for the SEC Network, 4 o'clock first pitch Friday, 3 o'clock Saturday, and Sunday at 1.30 for the opening weekend of college baseball. The Gamecocks won their last five SEC series of the regular season last year. They won the Greenville-North Carolina Regional and obviously ended up one game short of a trip to Omaha, losing to Arkansas in the Super Regional. So, Kip, this year the Gamecocks picked to finish fourth in the SEC East by the media behind Vanderbilt, Florida, and Georgia. So not very very high expectations, I wouldn't say, for the Gamecocks coming into the year, and I think that puts them under the radar a little bit. Yeah, under the radar, and, you know, last year I can remember they were, you know, pretty much under the radar as well, and, and you got to, to you know, do something to be able to get on the radar, and they made that radar last year. They came back after a really, really tough start, and I think it started with the Tennessee series about middle of the season and ended up just playing – their tails off the the latter part of the year and and again one went away from Omaha so pretty impressive there having said that they've lost a lot I mean you lose Cody Morris you lose Adam Hill you lose Logan Chapman I think you lose Graham Lawson I mean to to both the Tommy John injuries you've got a whole infield that literally is brand new I mean you're talking about um, you know a lot of folks are saying okay why are they not ranked in the preseason and I can understand it, 
but I hope it pisses them off. I think it, uh, I think it should, and I think, uh, I think it probably has, and I think they're going to play with a sense of energy that, uh, quite honestly, they played for the second half of the season last year. I think they played real hungry. We saw a lot of the, the grit back. And uh, they played with a sense of moxie and a sense of uh, heightened awareness, and and it's exciting. I mean, you got Cullen back. Uh, Chris Cullen is going to be, you know, starting at catcher. Josiah Seitler, a highly touted freshman, mm-hmm. uh, that's coming in, probably going to start at first base. Noah Campbell, obviously a starter from last year, a guy that on the SEC Network last year, I even uh taught as highly as a kid that I felt like he'd hit four, bat 400 for the season before he graduates from art, probably signs after his junior year at South Carolina. Just a great, great player. Uh, Nick Neville at shortstop, a newcomer, junior college guy. And uh, Jacob Holtzman making the move from left and right field to third base. So a brand-new diamond, if you will, a brand-new five guys on the dirt. Uh, it, it can be an adjustment, but um, – you know, I, I think it, this pitching staff has a chance. They're a lot deeper this year. They've got some arms, and I think this pitching staff has a chance to give these guys, um, you know, a lot of work in, on the infield early on, and uh, I think this certainly could play out well for them. Kip, one of the main reasons for optimism heading into 2019 is the return of T.J. Hopkins to full health. He'll start in center field, and when the Gamecocks had him at the top of the order last year, they were just a better ball club. Yeah, they are. T.J. Hopkins, is, I believe, is finally healthy. Uh, he is huge to their success. You know, to his right will be Brady Allen in left field, most likely, and Andrew Eister, or Easter, I believe they pronounce it, is uh, got some serious, serious pop. So definitely guys I feel like that can put the ball over the fence this year a lot more consistently. Um you know, and, and, and Luke Berryhill is another guy probably going to end up being DH. And there's three or four other guys that will certainly be in the mix uh, to crack that lineup. And, again, like I said, a lot much deeper pitching staff. So, you know, but it, it, it all starts up the middle. I think it's, it's very, very important, um, you know, how things work out starting out behind the plate with Chris Cullen. Hopefully he can get off to a good start defensively. Uh, you know, that's always been a little bit of a, a, a nemesis for him. I do believe he's gotten much, much better. He's worked his tail off to get better there. Saw him yesterday in practice throwing down the second. Looked outstanding. Uh, so if he can call a good game and, and, and be able to block balls well and receive well, that's going to be important. And Nick Neville up the middle I think will be very, very solid. Noah Campbell's just a gamer in my opinion. And T.J. Hopkins in center field, if, if he can stay healthy, that, that you're right. I mean, it's with him leading off, that just makes things. Uh, and, and, and in that lineup, uh, I mean, there are going to be games where, you're, you know, a lot of games you see Hopkins and, um, Noah Campbell, one and two, and and arguably, I, I don't know if there's a better number one and two hitter in college baseball. Pretty pretty good talent there, in my opinion. So we believe it'll be Hopkins in center with Easter in left. He's from Ocala, Florida. He hit the 512-foot home run during one of the scrimmages. And then Brady Allen, the first commitment of the Mark Kingston era starting in right field. So, Kip, we think it's going to be Noah Campbell at second base. Noah Campbell, 15 multi-hit games last year, 286 batting average in conference play a year ago and preseason first team All-SEC this year, Noah Campbell. Yeah, Noah Campbell, I think, again, is a guy that wouldn't surprise me if he flirts with 400. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not many guys I don't think have ever done that in the SEC, but I, I do think he, he's just 
he took professional at bats as a freshman last year, and you just don't see many guys do that. Now, is he going to make adjustments? Because guys are certainly going to have a lot of film on him now and going to be able to exploit some of his weaknesses. So it will uh, be remain to be seen, you know, how he makes adjustments on the fly. So that'll be important, something to watch, but uh, certainly uh, just an outstanding player and maybe even a better human being. Just a lot of, a lot of great guys on this team and fun to watch. I think it's going to be a fun team to follow. And uh, again, I look for, uh, high expectations as all Gamecock fans always have and they should have and that's one of the beauties of getting to play at South Carolina and coach at South Carolina is you want those expectations for your your team and your players but I think these guys will embrace those expectations and I think they'll be making a lot of fans happy. All right, Jacob Olson, 50 hits a year ago. 32 of those went for extra bases. He'll start at third, and Noah Campbell, we believe, at second. With freshman Josiah Seitler, whom you touched on briefly, from Swansea, South Carolina, 6'3", 215 pounds, a 12th-round pick in last summer's Major League Baseball draft, and a highly touted freshman from Mark Kingston. Yeah, he's certainly a guy that I think they're looking for big things for. And coming from Swansea, South Carolina, a local guy, it's, it's pretty exciting for him. I know he'll be jacked up tomorrow, and certainly uh, trying to make his mark as a Gamecock. Luke Berryhill, backup catcher to Chris Cullen, and likely the DH, according to Kip. And Kip, let's talk about the bullpen here before we wrap it up. Baseball season preview today on the Gamecock Central podcast. Sawyer Bridges is on the watch list for closer of the year, injured his freshman year. He's now a junior, the right-hander from Somerville. He's got great action. You know, he throws a slurve. It's probably going to be in the mid-70s, change up. Uh, it's still a, a little bit of a work in progress, but he goes right after you. You know, his fastball can be as low as 84, 85, and all of a sudden he pops a 92. I mean, he's just, he's got the mentality of a closer. He deserves to be on the watch list for, uh, the best closer in baseball. And that's, uh, the back end of that bullpen is, can be pretty daggum tough. I mean, you're talking about, uh, being able to have John Gilreath, a, a sophomore now, a kid that probably age-wise would just now be a freshman, but he's added a cutter. Uh, it's really more of a slider, but they're calling it a cutter. They want to continue to have him throw that pitch really, really hard and look like a fastball. When that's on, it can be devastating. And he's a strike thrower. He's a guy that hopefully has matured mentally because uh, I do believe that's something that's uh, – has held him back a little bit, which some would say, hey, you know, kid, the kid's only 16, 17 years old, and I get it, but he's he's certainly better in that uh, department, and uh, he's going to be good. Obviously, Tringali coming in, Rich Chapman, a guy that wouldn't surprise me if it's 100 miles an hour before he gets <laughs> done with baseball. I mean, a lot of really, really good arms. Uh, T.J. Shook, another guy that actually was considered to be one of the starters uh, as well as Gilreath for that third-star role. T.J. Shook had a great freshman campaign last year. Uh, his fastball is actually um, – he's added several miles an hour to his fastball. But, his, uh, you know, he, he's just a, a strike thrower and goes right after guys. And uh, a guy that threw a lot of important innings for South Carolina last year. And from what I hear, has gotten a lot better even from where he was last year. So a lot of, a lot of good players that – Again, it's 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 amazing to think that they lost as much as they lost, but this staff has done a wonderful job in, in, in recruiting and trying to fill the, the gaps. And, you know, hopefully for them they can have a good season and, and, and catch up recruiting. I mean, they're, they're really having to – I still feel like 
you know, to truly judge what a Mark Kingston uh, baseball team is going to look like, it's it's maybe going to be next year, but probably even that next year, um, you know, two years from now, when you'll really finally get to see what all of his players and what he's looking to go get are actually going to look like and develop into. Uh, I think he's done a wonderful job of, of developing these players and having them switch to his style and they're buying into him. And I think that's what you saw first part of last year is guys that were used to doing things a certain way. And, you know, you, you buy into it and then all of a sudden you're not winning, you're not doing well. And it's easy to have second guesses and, and doubts, but they, uh, they rallied and they certainly believed in their, their uh, leader. And uh, I think that's why you saw the team finish the way they did last year. And if they can keep that same mindset, uh, the sky's the limit for this club. A lot of in-state products in the bullpen for the Gamecocks this year. Kip mentioned TJ Shook from Dutch Fork, John Gilreath from Northwestern, Rich Chapman from Wade Hampton, Cam Tringali as well, the six foot four red shirt freshman from Cardinal Newman in Columbia, who reportedly has made a big jump from last year to this year. So it'll be interesting to see how these players develop, how they fit into the bullpen. Parker Coyne, Gage Henson, some of the familiar names in the bullpen as well, and Cole Ganopoulos, left-hander, transferred in, started his college career at Auburn. And again, three pitchers out for the season with Tommy John, Logan Chapman, Graham Lawson, and Julian Bosnick. So, Kip, we are just about ready to go here for Gamecock Baseball. Opening day, 4 o'clock first pitch Friday, 3 o'clock Saturday, and 1.30 Sunday for the Gamecocks against Liberty at Founders Park. Well, that's exciting. You know, the ballpark's actually got a lot of new things out there. Obviously, the the video board out in left center is amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit a little bit of things. I'll kind of leave it to folks if they hadn't seen it out in the outfield. It's pretty cool looking. It's uh, it looks like Carolina baseball stadium now. You actually know you're at South Carolina instead of just kind of looking out and thinking. You know, the, the nice thing we have was Coach Tanner's. Uh, Jersey being, you know, number retired. But other than that, you didn't really see a lot of Gamecock. But you see some things on the outfield wall now that I think fans will certainly enjoy looking at. I know as a former player, made me proud to see those things. And uh, it's uh, certainly going to be a great weekend. And uh, hopefully the fans will come out and support and obviously still support the other sports that are going on and basketball and wish them nothing but luck. But uh, if you're out there, I'll see you at the ballpark. Looking forward to a Gamecock win. And if you're not out there, you can watch Kip on the Friday and Sunday broadcast on the SEC Network. He'll be handling color commentary again this year for Gamecock Baseball on the SEC Network. Kip, great to talk with you again. Looking forward to the start of baseball season. Thank you, my man. Thank you, Emerson. Go Gamecock. That's Kip Balknight, Gamecock legend. He won the Golden Spikes Award. That's college baseball's version of the Heisman Trophy back in the year 2000. And Kip will be with us all season long talking baseball here on the Gamecock Central Podcast. And I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.